Sirah, a biography of Muhammad, the last messenger of Allah, written by Professor Dr. Safwat Khalilovich. Chapter 12 Prophet Muhammad's Birth When Abdullah turned twenty-five, his father Abdul Muttalib decided to find him a wife. As Abdullah was of noble descent and very handsome, many girls desired him for a husband. But the choice fell on Amina, the daughter of Wahb, a grandson of Zuhra, the brother of Kusai. Wahb, formerly the chief of the Zuhra clan, had died some years previously, and Amina was now a protege of his brother, Wahb, who had succeeded him as the chief of the clan. Wahab himself also had a daughter of marriageable age, whose name was Halah. And when Abdul Muttalib had arranged his son's marriage to Amina, he asked for Halah's hand in marriage for himself. Wahab agreed, and preparations were made for a double wedding. That was in 570 CE, the year following it has been known ever since as the year of the elephant and it was momentous for more than one reason. As noted earlier, the southern part of the Arabian Peninsula, Yemen, was under the rule of Abyssinia, and an Abyssinian named Abraham was its governor. He built a huge church in Sana, hoping thereby to entice the Arab tribes to choose it for pilgrimage instead of the Kaaba in Mecca. He decorated it with crosses of gold and of silver, and pulpit of ivory and ebony had a marble brooch to it, from one of derelict palaces of the Queen of Sheba. And he wrote to the Negus of Abyssinia, I have built thee a church, O king, the like of which was never built for any king before thee. And I shall not rest until I have diverted unto in the pilgrimage of Arabs. His intentions echoed throughout Arabia causing anger with its people, until a man of the Kinana tribe went to Sana for the purpose of defiling the church, which he did one night and then returned to his people. When Abraham heard of this, he vowed that in revenge he would raise the Kaaba to the ground. Having made his preparations, he set off for Mecca with a large army, in the van of which he placed a gigantic elephant. Some of the Arab tribes attempted to put up resistance, but Abraham defeated them easily and captured their leader, Nufail, who offered to act as a guide to Abyssinians in exchange for his life. When the army reached the outskirts of Mecca, their advance party had already seized the first plunder there, including two hundred camels, which were the property of Abdul Muttalib. As the leader of Mecca, he went to negotiate with the Abyssinians. When Abraham saw him, he was impressed by Abdul Muttalib's appearance that he rose from his royal seat to greet him. Abdul Muttalib requested from Abraha to have his camels returned, which disappointed Abraha as he expected the Meccan leader to seek protection for his religion and the shrine which they had come to destroy. Abdul Muttalib replied, 
I am the Lord of the camels, and the temple likewise has a Lord who will defend it. It was on the following day when Abraham wanted to enter Mecca with his army, headed by the elephant, that the event referred to in the Noble Quran in Surah 105, the elephant, happened. Do you, Prophet, not see how your Lord dealt with the army of the elephant? Did he not utterly confound their plans? He sent ranks of birds against them, pelting them with pellets of hard-baked clay. He made them like cropped stubble. Chapter 105 Verses from the first to the fifth Abraham and his army were crushed, and that year was called the year of the elephant, and Arabs of the pre-Islamic era took his event as the reference point in time. They would say that something had happened two years prior to the year of the elephant, or five months after the incident with the elephant, and so on. That was the year of birth of the last messenger of Allah, Muhammad, peace be upon him. Historians disagree about Muhammad's birthday. Reliable reports note that it was on a Monday in the month of Rabiul Awal, in the year of the elephant. From the authentic traditions recorded by Imam Muslim and other Hadith authorities, we learn that the Prophet, peace be upon him, lived full 63 years of the lunar calendar. The date when the Prophet passed away is also a well-known fact. Based on these facts, the Islamic scholars calculated that the Prophet Muhammad's birthday was 20 or 22 April 571 CE. When determining this date, the author of the famous book Al-Rahiq al-Maktoum, The Sealed Nectar, relied on the precise astronomical calculations made by experts. The disagreement about the Prophet's birthday, 20 or 22 April, is a result of the existence of different calendars in the common era.